and down. There's not. So we started off worshiping Ever Be, which is I think originally by Bethel Music, and then Shout to the Lord, Hillsong Worship. And tonight we're reading Drumroll. Thumbs two. <laughs> and I think Maddie's reading first. I the so I stutter a lot to get used to that. Um, <laughs> there has word fart. Yeah. Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against the anointed one. Let us break their chains, they say, and throw off their feathers? Sure. The one enthroned in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then he rebukes them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath, saying, I have installed my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. You said to me, you are my son. Today I have become your father. Ask to me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. You will rule with them an iron scepter. You will dash them into pieces like pottery. Therefore, you kings, be wise, be warned. You rulers of the earth, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and you be destroyed in your way. For this, for his wrath can flare up in any moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Okay. So mine has a little subtitle, and it says, The Reign of the Lord's Anointed. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointing, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath wrath, and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way. For his wrath is quick, quickly kindle, kindly kindled. Blessed are those who take refuge in him. So, I kind of noticed something in the NIV Mm -hmm. uh, compared to yesterday. And it said that God scoffs scoffs at them. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of scoffers. You know, yeah. I was like, God, mockers. 
scoffer. <laughs> That's like the one thing that that literally stood out. Like he scoffs at them in NIV, and then he laughs at them in the ESV. Joe. I know that's not a big word difference, but it's kind of like soft, yeah. mocks, and then laughs like, ha-ha, like, I don't know. To me, it was just like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But it says two different things that kind of mean different meanings in a way. Not necessarily different meanings, but pretty close. You know? Mm-hmm. So, the message of this one is kind of obvious. It is basically like, um, don't try to pull one over on God. Don't try to be like, he doesn't know what I'm doing. He, he, he. He knows. You don't don't be a dingus. Don't just don't be a dingus. <laughs> don't be a dingus. Famous words of Augustus Pasta. Yeah. Don't uh attempt to rebel against God. It's pretty absurd. Um Yeah. That's basically that. So since our famous question <laughs> is what verse sticks out to you? What or yeah, or what's that your would, favorite? The whole psalm is that an that an option? <laughs> the whole psalm for twenty, Jerry. You won't get that, but it's okay. Someone might care. Don't. <laughs> You and your crazy words. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite verse? Um, I don't know, really. I guess, um... I really don't know. I mean, it, it all is interesting in a way. But I don't think his one sticks out to me. I mean, there's words of like wondering why that when it was translated, why, uh, I don't know, I guess. I don't, I really don't know. I kind of want to say 12. The last yeah. one. Because it says, Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are those who take refuge in him. Mm-hmm. I guess that oh. one. Yeah, there are footnotes at the bottom of the page. 
and I like them, so I'm going to read them. So, uh, first one, it has an A by conspire in Hebrew. I don't even know how to pronounce that. It means rage. Uh, two has a B next to it for the anointed one. That's pretty chill. Uh, C6. Well, the king. That's pretty neat. I don't get half of these or why half of these are on here. They're just saying the same thing. Yeah. So this has a, um, how they always have the footnotes in it. This mm -hmm. one for the whole song, it says, Why do the nations rage? Psalms 2 shows us four snapshots or small pictures that are constantly found among humankind. One, the psalm writer begins by speaking of people, groups, and world leaders taking a stand against God's anointed. This is a sad picture of humankind's prideful rebellion against God, his law, his plan to save them, his Messiah, and the moral teachings of his word. The, the New Testament authors recognize the same attitude of the world as it opposes Christ and his followers. Two, God responds to the world's useless efforts to deny him. He marks the world's efforts because the time is coming when he will put an end to human rebellion and will fully establish his kingdom on the earth at the end of time as we know it. Three, God the Father promises to send his son to rightfully rule the nations and to defend all who opposes to defend all who oppose him. This promise will be fulfilled fulfilled when Christ returns to earth and destroys God's enemies. Then all his faithful followers will participate in his reign over the nations. Four, through the Psalm writer. The Holy Spirit sends out a challenge to humankind to be wise with respect to Almighty God and to take refuge in a relationship with Him before the terrible day of God's judgment. I think it's kind of cool how they broke it up into pictures. Yeah. You gonna go on a whole preaching thing? There's really not like that much. much. It's just kind of your common sense kind of thing. Don't try to conspire against God, kind of thing. Like, and it says, "Why do the nations conspire and the peoples plot in vain?" That's basically like, why are the nations? trying to build a nation without God and it eventually it usually doesn't end well as uh, many many are usually done by that but it's basically you're just don't try to conspire against the king it doesn't end good at all so, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the whole Psalms, there's only literally, like, two 
um, parentheses. Not parentheses. Oh my gosh, quotation marks. Verse 3 and verse 6. I don't know if you noticed that, but I did. It's like the only time someone is talking, talking. And verse 7, he said to me, Hi, I see that. But there's like not that many. No. I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Heritage. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. There really isn't that much in this one. Not really. Um, Tutu talks about his anointing. Yeah. Um, 2-7, the, the footnote thing says, My son, today I have a begotten you. And it says, begotten you, literally translates, brought you forth. A similar phrase was used to describe a woman given birth, but it was also a technical term for a king presenting his son before the people. The king proclaimed or officially announced his son as king along with his father, where David did this for his son Solomon. Here it applies to Jesus' public proclamation as God's son and his anointing as the ultimate prophet, priest, and king. And then it says, to eight, the nations, your heritage. No earthly king was ever promised authority over all nations as an inheritance. This was a promise only to be fulfilled in the Messiah King Jesus. See Zachariah, Zachariah, I think nine ten. Makes me kind of want to go to that. So let's see, Zechariah 2.10. Wonder what you say. I like to follow at least one of them a day. And See, what does Zechariah 2.10 say? Zechariah 2.10 says... Where is 10? 8, 9, 10. For whoever has despised the day of small things shall rejoice, and shall see the plumb line in the hand of... Zebrabble? E7 are the eyes of the Lord, which range through the whole earth. Don't get it. Probably because I'm in 410 and not 210. I lost a page. <laughs> that, I'm like, wait, 
Oh, it says, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For behold, I come, and I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. Which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? Anything else? Not really. Okay. We want to pray. Uh, it's your turn. <laughs> of course it is. That's how we should remember. You read, I pray. I read, you pray. Yeah. I'm adding my little note. In my Bible. I'll go back and write that in and highlight it, probably. Uh. Lord, today I just thank you for letting us come together, Lord, in your word, Father, and letting us worship you and learn what you are speaking through your word, Father. And I pray that what we said and what we read touches people and let it touch our lives more than anybody could imagine. It may just seem like a simple word, but nothing in your word is simple. Simple. And I pray that you give us the opportunity to talk to someone about your word tomorrow and that we'll go deeper in your word and become better women of God for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So is that it? The last song is He Knows My Name. Bye. Francesca Battistelli. We just love you ladies dearly and we hope that you go and you dig into the word of God and you find all the nuggets and the treasures and the rubies and the diamonds and the gold of the word and it helps you become better women of God and that your walk with God goes deeper and deeper and deeper and that what we talk about you can go and find for yourself and you can apply stuff we talk about into your life and I just pray you get curious for the word of God and you go and fight some battles with Jesus Christ at your side and you become stronger in your faith. Love you guys. This is Godly Things for Girls, Tara talking and pieces from Maddie and Tara.